At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer Lockdown. The Lorehammer Lockdown. That's the official jingle. Why? That's, oh. Who wrote that for us? <laughs> that was Spicy Meatballs on the Instagram handle. Um, what? Spicy Meatballs is his name? Don't look or? it up. Don't follow through with this. Uh, okay. Welcome to Lorehammer Lockdown. Yeah, welcome to Lorehammer Lockdown. We got with us today, Spenny. Hey, how you doing, Spenny? I'm I'm locked down. <laughs> oh God, he, good man. He's perfect. <laughs> they haven't let me leave the room yet. The last episode, so yeah, I'm just locked down, nice and tight. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is actually your second Lorehammer episode that you've been on now, but the mm. first one we really didn't talk to you very much. We didn't, didn't share our love of who you are as a person. Oh. Is that something that you possess or it's not only is it something I possess, it's an absolute necessity. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't share this love, yeah, with people, if you don't reciprocate, mm-hmm. then we, we have some issues, Benny. Are we going to hold hands and sing or what are we, what's on your mind here, Eric? Yeah. I mean, like if that's your idea for I, space, I guess I like that meme where it's of two feet and they're like, Oh God, no, that's so <laughs> No, no, that one is. Have you have you seen the one where it's like it's that, but instead of toes, they're actual fingers. So it's like the foot itself is still there, but they've all and then it's just fingers gripping onto the foot of the other person. Like, like it. Feet are weird. Yeah, we can be sure that you and I have some different search histories. I think (laughs) it's a meme, Spenny. It just shows up. You can't find nothing you can do about it. I feel like judgment right now. Uh, you feel judged. I was I was just told moments ago that you have an undying and absolute necessary love for me. <laughs> How is that judged? Well, You've been I found mean, worthy at the very least. Way, but it's it's in a in a way that's I don't. It's just unsettling after having been locked in here since the last episode I was on, and then to find <laughs> out that that's your definition of love is just <laughs> that's a little. Uh, I have a weird love. <laughs> you do. 
<laughs> not for freedom. I, I know that now. It's not for freedom. <laughs> He's not American. No, I'm not. No. I, the The call of the eagle does not flow through my veins <laughs> as it does those below the border. I think it's the 39th latitude or something. Hmm. That's oh. <laughs> so um, for this episode of Lorehammer Lockdown, um, we're just going to hang out with Spenny. We're going to talk to him. We do have a couple uh, things. One of the things we're going to be talking about a lot is just like how beginners get into 40K and kind of what their experience are, experiences, some pitfalls that you want to avoid. Um, yeah, because Spenny, you're relatively new to the hobby. Like, Yes, I'm, July of last year was when I set foot in my first GW. Oof. Did you not know about about like 40K before then? So um, there was one time many years ago, probably 15 years ago, that I ended up in uh, someone's basement and they had... Uh, <laughs> Did they share their undying love <laughs> for you? <laughs> so it's interesting that I keep ending up in these situations where I'm shackled to radiators in the corners of rooms and submitted to 40K. Um <laughs> But I found out later on that the game that he was trying to teach me was 40K, and he apparently really liked to play as Eldar. Um, at the time, it made no sense, and I think I may have just been there for the pizza and the ball gag. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Otherwise, yeah. Where did the pizza go? Did you get to keep the ball gag? Ball gag. I did not get to keep the commemorative ball gag. Uh, they said that if I stuck around for another week, that I would have made it to level two, and yeah, uh, yeah. I would have been able to keep that. But no, it was just a rental. <laughs> that's a great 40 first 40k experience though so then that happened what actually got you into it <laughs> what, yeah what what made you after that, that experience that? yeah you'd never ever touch a 40k miniature ever again yeah. after that yeah so uh story is is that i was hanging out at my uh, favorite cigar shop and uh the the guy that, that works there a buddy of mine he said hey uh, there's a, a new tabletop game store just down the street yeah. that just opened up, and you should go check it out. So naturally, uh, I ran from the shop, threw my cigar down, and uh, sprinted across the intersection. Was it raining? It, it wasn't. It was a little, yeah. there was a dippy breeze in the air. Um, oh, but like you didn't, you didn't like button up your coat even. You were just so intent on getting <laughs> to the shop. Like you were just in a flurry. I, I get it. Right, and and they said that this guy in the cigar store and everything. Yeah. I know she was still in the car. I didn't even let her into the, <laughs> the store, so she was waiting in there while I smoked my cigar for an hour yeah. and a half. Um, and she cracks uh, the window and she's like, "Spenny!" And you're just racing down the street, and she thinks she's being abandoned. I get it. Right? Yeah. No, she knows that I eventually come back. Um, <laughs> like a the windows are crappy. Like a dog to vomit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's questionable yeah. that's how spenny um, likes his relationship uh-huh. <laughs> uh, i'm not getting that on a t-shirt but anyway <laughs> uh, so I, I i go down to this and, and the the guy at, at my cigar shop told me the dude that runs it loves cigars so i'm immediately okay. thinking like, maybe i can barter with him for some D stuff or you know it'd be be cool um and so i, I show up and uh he's like the guy there he's like hey you know I, I do have some tabletop stuff. It's a tiny shop. I mean, less probably than like 400 square feet. Okay. Um, just, just absolutely m- microscopic. But it does have a Primaris cutout that's almost bent over at the ceiling because it's not 
<laughs> Naturally, short. they are. Big. And so that was the first time I saw the uh, the next generation of uh, of, of Warhammer. Uh, and the guy said, "Hey, you ever hear about Warhammer 40k? That's really what we do here. We don't we don't do a ton of D and D." And I said, "You know, well, there's this one time with the basement in a ball gag. He said, I don't want to hear it." <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, that happens to us, but yeah, right. You know, let's, let's take it to a more approachable level and uh, we'll talk about it in a consensual way. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, um, this sounds great. Uh, but also I don't think I want to get into another, uh, hobby addiction because I have problems usually with hobbies and, and just going <laughs> overboard. So thank you very much, but no thanks. And he says, you know what, man, the first one's free. Oh, and he, what? he, he hands me an intercessor. One of those, like, you know, take and paint intercessors and a black library book and a black library, um, like a bookmark, which is what you use to mark books. Yeah, the the book is wild. I've never heard of that. For free? Yeah. Well, it's, it's the, it's the every, every year for, for the, for Black Library Day, they give away like little books. I got one this year. It was February 29th this year. Uh, they give away little books that have like five different stories in them. Okay. I didn't know that. And yeah, you got your GW on the Black Friday day. That's right. Yeah. Next time. (laughs) Black Library Day, not Black Friday day. Don't don't show up the day after Thanksgiving demanding books. (laughs) I will. Interested. (laughs) Um, My friend on the online told me. Right, and so I I took that intercessor home and um, I threw it away. And (laughs) you already knew at that point. Oh that, God! I I'm so proud of you, Penny. I'm my heart overfloweth. Okay, so, so I, I took it. Finally, like uh, I think two months later, I, I I assembled it, and I was using like an Exacto knife, and I think I think Loctite or something. I mean, it was bad. Oh God! Because uh, I didn't I didn't know. You know, do I need to get hobby glue? Do I need to get plastic glue? Do I need to just you know use saliva to acidically melt it enough to mod podge it together? I don't know. And I, I got it together and I was like, oh, I think I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll paint, paint this. So I go get like a little 15 pack army, army painter paint set and kind of just do it up and paint it. And uh, to this day, that is the only model I've ever finished. <laughs> what? Is that I a meme? It. Nope. No. <laughs> That is a that is a statistical certainty. I have the tables, the data. I can I can send it over to you if you want to peruse it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that was a uh, just just a little little under a year ago. Yeah. So you have painted a bunch of models. You just never base them. Well, I haven't actually finished painting those either. There's there's a lot of details that are just somewhat. <laughs> so you, you've tabletop painted them. Uh, I mean, depending on which basement you're playing in, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so you got that one model. You got some paint. Do you, do you like building and painting, or? Uh, I do. I do enjoy. Uh, I think building more than painting. Uh, painting presents like the concept of you know trying. You, you still try and like color in a coloring book, and you'd be like try and color within the lines. Well, this is on a three dimensional scale and with a medium that's not just crayons. So yeah, it's nice. What was what at what point where you were like, oh, I'm going to go learn more about this and then buy more stuff. Like, was it when you were modeling, when you were painting? Was it when you read the book? What was it that actually like hooked you? 
Yeah, I, I still haven't read the book to this day. Um, <laughs> good man, good man. Huh. How do yeah, you like, on here? You don't seem qualified to be on this podcast. <laughs> well, in all fairness, that's neither do I. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm painfully unqualified, but uh, you know the the long con has been over the last you know, well since October basically trying to infiltrate the Discord and uh, doing what I can to get to the inner circle to end up on here. So, <laughs> jokes on you. There is no inner circle. Yeah, but you'll kill me if there is inner circle. It's not. It's not possible to have an inner circle between two people, though, is it? I mean, that's just a line. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's Christian. He he exists. It's an inner triangle. I don't. I don't like that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I I painted the model and I thought I'll go get some more models to paint. And I found out that you know, 15 minutes away there was a games workshop, and so I wandered in there, and that's where it all went wrong. <laughs> oh, so terrible! So, wh- what was your first purchase then? Did you uh, jump right into your main army? Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, let's. I, I it wasn't even an army. It was like I'm just going to get a few more models to paint. And a few more models is the biggest lie that I've told in the last 10 months. Uh, <laughs> That's a very common lie you hear in Warhammer. It's just, it's only one more box. Yeah. You know, I don't right. need anything else after this. I'm done after this. <laughs> Looking back on it, when the guy said the first one's free, I should have realized that that's the exact same line that drug dealers use. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> or like telecommunications, like companies do that. They love that shit. <laughs> Right, right. So I just whew, missed it. <laughs> you screwed up, Spetty. So, so what was the first buy? So the first buy, yeah. Back to the question that I so gracefully derailed us from. Um, <laughs> it was it was actually a, uh, a a batch of of plague marines, and I was I was thinking I'm going to paint these up, and they're going to look super cool, and I'm going to just put them on my shelf. And um, yeah, they're still not finished. <laughs> oh. I know that I know that pain, man. Don't worry about it. So now, why you're, you're a uh, player a painter, right, Eric? What's that? You're a player more than a painter. I'm barely that as it is. Uh, I just like it, uh, I just like being around things that are a 40k. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean like I try and play, but I'm not good at playing. That's the the caveat. Right. Interesting. What made you okay. choose uh, Death Guard? Yeah, why'd you pick Plague Marines out of on the shelf? <laughs> yeah, like, you like, I like the, how mouth gut? I do not like the mouth gut, uh, Mark. I think you and I have had this conversation before that I I like grime but not filth was how Mark put it. Yeah, yeah, and that's super accurate because I like them to be a little bit like, oh, these guys are a little weird. They're not the standard Space Marine. They're a little yucky. But like when it gets too gross, then I get grossed out. <laughs> and, and, I, and I can't do it. Like I, I can't watch horror movies because I get too freaked out. So why I gravitated towards Plague Marines is somewhat more confusing than. Uh, and so, like, you didn't even know their lore when you got them or anything. You just like, <laughs> you just grabbed. I didn't, even, I didn't even know their lore. I was like, yeah, these these guys. I want these spicy spicy boys. And Ooh, uh, look, at that, look at this. Right, and look at that moth guy down on the bottom shelf there. He's pretty, pretty badass looking. His name is like Mort- Mortarian, I guess. We'll Mortarian. <laughs> Mortarian. Yeah, Mortarian. I was like, he must do artillery. <laughs> uh, and 
And so I, I actually, I, I, I despised it. I was like, why does this man have wings? He looks like such a badass, but I, I am going to get this model someday and clip his wings. Oh no. Uh, is, is what I, what I said to myself. That's illegal. And, it's illegal to cut his wings off? It's illegal in 47 states. Hopefully not one that Spenny lives in. Oh, it is. I've checked. Oh, no. Primarchs are an endangered species. There are not many of them left. So <laughs> for only 65 cents a day, you too can help preserve a Primark. <laughs> Mortar Ian. Mortar Ian. <laughs> yeah, that's... So yeah, I, I did that for some reason and then finally discovered that... Uh, there was, I knew there was a tabletop game from walking in there, but I said to myself, still at that point, I'm never going to play. Ah. I'm never going to play. I never need more than seven models. Um, again, lies to myself. <laughs> lies, lies to, to your my loved ones. ones. Yes, yes. Uh, everyone was deceived, most of all, my own heart <laughs> by my lying. And uh, it ended up and flourished into. Um, Kind of a hoard, I guess. Collections are for people who are wealthy enough to have them or uh, able to complete them in a manner that is satisfactory. This is a hoard. <laughs> so you have like you, now you're at this point. You, do you just buy Death Guard models that you enjoy, or are you trying to like collect them all, or what's going on there? Well, we we got to a point. It I, I peaked. I think uh, earlier this oh, maybe early. Was- <laughs> I, yeah, I, it was I think February or March. I I I went to Mark and uh, and I said, you know, I, I know we've talked a lot on the Discord, but I I'm, I think I have a serious problem, <laughs> and the problem is a plastic acquisition disorder. Pad is yeah. what they call it, and I well, professionals I don't, call it. Yeah, right. You can get you can get a prescription, but I, I try to take the more holistic approach. Uh, no no medicines and decided, you know, hey, Mark, please help me out. And he said, here's what we can do that works even better than a prescription is shame. Mm-hmm. Guilt and, and shame. If, yeah. Right, shame you in the public. You know, tell everyone how pathetic you are and how just gripped by your vices of acquisition you are and repent and complete your models. <laughs> and then you can continue to progress in this hobby and up the ladder of the Lorehammer cult. Yeah, so I made I made Spenny in our Discord channel a Spenny accountability channel. That's right. Yeah, where yeah. once a day he has to post his progress. Otherwise, I'm taking away his title. His title, the Spenefactor. <laughs> yeah, the mysterious Spenefactor. Yeah. Have you I, have you been consistent with it? Uh, I would say more or less. There's progress made every day, whether or not it is visibly posted. Uh, I have occasionally been lax on that or I'll double up on certain days just when I don't end up posting a photo. But uh, it's it's been absolutely wondrous. So not to jump too far ahead, but if anybody listening here is not a member of the Discord or is not a member of uh, or just watching what's going on, this is the most motivational part of the hobby I've found so far is to uh, basically let Mark ridicule you on a daily oh, yeah. basis <laughs> oh, yeah. slide into your dms tell you how much of a you know terrible human being you are <laughs> and you're never going to amount to anything unless you paint these small plastic men hey wait uh, that's exactly what he says to me all the time yeah a uh, classic mark oh. line is if you don't paint your models a little peepee so if you oh. don't have a little peepee you got to paint your models that's rude yeah i'm surprised you're not motivationally 
speaking or coaching at this point now, Mark, because you've, you've helped like, me turn my life around. <laughs> I, I could, sure. I choose not to. It, it's not, uh, I don't want to use this power for good, you know? <laughs> I don't want to use it for good. What are you doing? Okay, we'll, we'll worry about what you're doing with me here soon enough. But <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've, stopped, I've stopped purchasing. Uh, I'm uh, actually, I think, a month maybe a month and a half clean of, uh, of purchasing. And that's, that's an accomplishment for a guy who's only been in the hobby since July. Um, God, that is sad to say out loud, it's a, isn't it? It's I, a beautiful story <laughs> of a man turning his life around. It feels like, <laughs> it's actually like a love, love story. story. It's a love story. There's love? <laughs> Not the kind you want. It's just Eric's undying but very necessary questionable love. Right. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go if you go too far, you can help Mark will help drag you back down to reality, is what I meant to say. Uh, to yeah, yeah. That's what I'm known for being grounded in reality, you know. <laughs> That's not what you're known for. Um, yeah. So have you uh, have you read much Death Guard stuff then, or like now, now that you kind of know a little bit more of their lore, do you do you still like them just as much? Would you have still bought them in the first place? I think so. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I kind of had to sit, pause for a second there. It's like, do I really like these? These guys are really kind of reprehensible individuals. But uh, hmm. Uh, no, I, I think I would. I, I think that I probably take a little bit of a, a skewed view just because they were my first army, and I and I like to think that you know, in some way, Mortarian was a bit noble in trying to find his way out of the situation uh, without losing his men. But uh, everybody else kind of thinks he seems to be a little little whiny emo kind of guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anytime you have to- like. <laughs> daddy issues it kind of just come off as a little bitch i think so all right trader primarchs have that right so with a little bit of research i've done i definitely still dig the death guard uh as long as they get don't get too yucky (laughs) which i think is a fair thing and the grimdark 41st millennium too yucky is just too much um but uh yeah so they're still cool but at the same time if you could Everything. sell your army to me, like, no, no, <laughs> Wait, no, what? no, 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 like, uh, <laughs> like, how would you sell the lore of your army? Like, what oh. threw you in? Like, what, what about the Death Guard was like that? What do you like? What keeps you buying models or used to keep you buying models? I, I think that maybe the entire concept of them being, you know, fallen Marines was a cool thing to think of uh, at the beginning there. And then as I learned more about it and just the fact that they're impervious to uh, death, basically death and disease. And they, they overcome all of that just by virtue of being these just hulking lumbering, almost in a weird way, comically goofy uh, masses is, uh, (laughs) is interesting. It's cool. And it it can be, it can go either way. It can span that entire spectrum of like goofy little nerglings to, you know, super grim, dark, very gritty, very serious uh, angles. Yeah. So it's not a great sell, but it's a sell. <laughs> it's not a great sell, by God, but it's my sell. <laughs> Do you want to buy some models, Mark? I've got models. 
Um, no, I'm not really into uh, buying. I like just uh, having other. I like starting like Libra Malleus projects and having other people buy models for me. The only thing is, you fucked up and you picked models that are going to be like non-usable in two years. That was intentional, was it? Yes, believe it or not. Intentionally, the intentionally bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, um, hmm. I, I like the regular guys. They're yeah. not going anywhere for a long time. I, if I have heard one thing about Death Card, because uh, I, I actually really enjoy the look of Death Card, but the, if I've were, heard a complaint about them, it's that they're cartoonish and that they're. Their like grimness and like the demonic possession, how it like manifests in them, is is not so dark as it is like cartoony and funny. Yeah. Do you find do you find that spending? Like, do you like the way that they're done, or do you think it's a little like not fitting with the rest of 40k? Um, hmm. that's an interesting question because I definitely I can see where that statement is coming from. Yeah. Uh, especially if you take a plague marine and you put him next to like a chaos marine, and you're like, well, that's that's edgy. Um, <laughs> whereas the the plague marine is somewhat more, uh, maybe, maybe kind of goofy. I think that looking at the older models that I've seen that I went I can't speak to older models because I just joined in July, but uh, looking at the older models, they all looked. Fairly, maybe goofy by comparison from some of the newer sculpts that have come out, um, and maybe the they did retain a little bit of that cartoonishness from the earlier potbelly plague marine hmm. squat I've seen. But uh, I, I don't know. I think that it all depends on how you view them and how you paint them more more than anything. Because I've seen some super grimy versions of death guard models that I wouldn't even want to look at much less play with just because I'm a wimp. Um, <laughs> and then I've also seen very goofy, hilarious, like this death guard is, plague Marine is a mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Sometimes mm, it's that, really bright colors and stuff or like, yeah. Right. Right. So a little bit of interpretation, but I definitely think there is some almost comic. I mean, the nurglings are, just all all laughs yeah it seems surprising like i know a couple people who like um so we have like a store here called sentry box and there's uh when dark imperium came out they painted both sides and they set them up in like a little diorama and um so there's a bunch of plague marines there like death guard and they have those little like uh nerglings on the base and i know like three people that have gone past that and they're like, oh, like those little things. They're like so cute. And I'm like, they're they're demons. <laughs> they're supposed to be like messengers of death and pestilence. <laughs> Jovial messengers of death. Sure, yeah. But still demons nonetheless. Yeah. So it, it was it's funny to me to see because I have like uh, I have a understanding of how I think like demons are represented and how they act, and other people just see them and they just make their own assumptions and it's kind of funny to me that difference in approach people take to these ideas. So, I'm just looking. Yeah, at Nerd, Nerd of, seems uh, very happy. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, all good, all good. I'm just looking at a bunch of uh, Death Guard online right now, and uh, yeah, like their 30k Death Guard models. Some of them are super fucking cool. Like the like possessed at that point, or like standard Marines. They're, they're standard, but they what. They look beefier, and they're like always covered in like tattered chains or like mm. the the grime. They look like they've been in the shit for sure. Um, 
yeah, like I really like that style of them. Ooh. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the more the angle I tried to take, or at least am attempting to take, uh, with with my Death Guard army is rather than going full full blown like green, uh, you know, changing colors. It's like I wanted to just wear down those same pre heresy colors, yeah. so the the off white, the gold, the green, uh, sort of that kind of setup versus just like the super plague tainted, uh, you know. Snot green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stand- no, your color looks really good. Oh, Mark. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody who comes on the show gets one little nugget from Mark. So you're done, Spenny. You're cut off now. Any so I got Eric's and Mark's little nugget. Okay. Well, we'll <laughs> sell up later. That's fine. <laughs> so do you have any intention of playing on the table then? Uh, I, I had none. And, um, after that first trip to, uh, GW, they said, uh, the, the guy there said, you know, Hey, let's play, a, let's play around. So I played a round of, uh, of 40 K playing as death guard. And, uh, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. It was with the dark Imperium set, like you said. And, uh, I was like, all right, this is, this is pretty neat. But like, is there anything smaller? Because I don't think I'm ever going to need more than seven models. And uh, he's like, oh, well, we have this thing called Kill Team. And I was like, oh, yes, Kill Team sounds delightful. Tell me more. And so he sold me on basically getting into Kill Team. He's like, go take this box of Plague Marines, build a Kill Team, and we'll play that. And um, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, man, Tabletop is the worst. Like, I just need these seven Plague Marines, and I'm going to be good. <laughs> And it was just me looking in the mirror and telling you. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and no, no, it was it was Kill Team just, it did not speak to me. Um, and so then another buddy who had actually been playing Warhammer for probably 10 years was like, hey, I uh, heard you're getting into Warhammer. Um, you're going to need to go ahead and get into the tabletop as well. That's an order. <laughs> uh, and so... I said, "All right. Uh, well, what do you play?" He's like, "I play. I play IG. I'm. I'm. I'm in the guard." I was like, "Oh, okay. Those guys seem pretty short, but all right. Let's." let's <laughs> and he's and he's proceeded. They're he's wiped the floor with dead. me. Yeah. Oh no. It's it's been brutal. I'm like, well, my guys are not able to be killed, and they inexorably advance. And every single game, he just stops me. It's just it's crippling and brutal and i just kind of pretend like well the death guard can't really die because they're already kind of half dead hey i know that line trust me i've told myself yeah. many times that necron never lose yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah that's i guess the excuse to have underpowered factions is just they write out these little things where it's like well you just teleported away you're fine exactly yeah so so, so, so you, yeah, were, you are starting to approach tabletop now yeah, so I, I was a punching bag for my buddy for a long time, uh, and we'd play games every week, every other week, and uh, I would remember maybe a third of the rules, and he would use that opening to steamroll me even even harder. And then finally I was like, all right, you know what? I need an expert. I, I called Mark and I said, Mark, how do I make a list? <laughs> oh my this? God. What, I am a pro. What is a, what is a list? 
and, and Mark's like, well, I would really rather do anything else tonight, <laughs> but I guess we could spend the next three hours uh, trying to hammer this list out for you, Spenny. And I said, thanks, Mark. I'm, you're, the, you're the best friend money can buy. And, <laughs> and uh, you too can be my friend if you subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> yes. So, so we, we, we hammered out this list. And, and my thing is, even if I lose every single game, I think having a fluffy list, which is weird considering I didn't even read the only book I've talked about so far. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, wanted a fluffy list. I think that'd be really cool. And so Mark really helped out with that. And I yeah, think we, that we built like the- uh, it. It looks like it would look like what you would see. Like it has a little bit of everything. It has some Terminators. I like, like the one that's a little bit of everything. Yeah, like it's a very balanced. It's not like yeah. the standard marked list where it's like, oh yeah, I'm going for a, a theme. Like no, the, and the, there's that's still fluffy and that's still oh, thematic, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you build a an army and you have every representation from there, like that's still very very fluffy. Like almost anything that isn't meta chasing is fluffy. Yeah, right. So you can build a theme out of anything as yeah. long as you know you're not chasing meta so <laughs> that's that's cool i appreciate being able to field everything on your army like my necron are the very 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 similar like yeah. i just like collecting necron that is not like a thematic list at all yeah. i just like having all the things and being able to put everything down <laughs> so i get that feeling spenny yeah and, and now that's now that you still created a dynasty to back up your your Necron though, right? Sure, sure, but it's tough to do that right. with Death Guard because it's what an established thing that's already there. Like you have no choice but to be Death Guard, yeah. right? Sure, you make your own war band and you make your own w- what their goals are and everything they're aiming for. But in the end, like you have no choice but to be Death Guard and worship Nurgle. Right. I've not seen many Slaneshi uh, Plague Marines. Exactly. That is correct. Um, you do like characters too. Like you keep using the uh, what's his name, the Plague Sorcerer Necropolis. Necropolis. So I, yeah, I keep Necrosius. Necrosius. Necrosius the Undying. Yeah, and then yeah, you're trying to include like his buddy Mammon, a demon prince. I'm, I'm trying to Ooh, get past that. Yeah. Mammon or Mammon. Mammon. Memo. Oh, Mammon sounds kind of exotic. Correct. I like that. Yeah. So it's a demon. Heavy on the moan. Yeah. What what did the demon prince ascend from? So they're actually both from uh the same storyline, and that takes place uh it's the, the siege of I believe the planet's name is Vrax. Yeah. Or I like I like Vrax, so I could say Vrax on Vrax on Vrax. <laughs> uh but it's uh yeah the siege of Vrax, which is an it's an imperial armor from the Forge World uh, codices, and Mammon is a he's a, a deacon on Vrax, and he helps lead the local population into this revolt and this uprising, uh, which the Death Corps of Krieg is dispatched, and then finally several other Imperium forces are dispatched to basically just salt the earth and destroy. Uh, these war bands that are are operating off of the uh, the local at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Populace suddenly deciding that chaos is pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Wow, Mammon has uh, a model too. Yeah. Same with uh, he does. It's a, <laughs> oh, very cool. That Mammon model is awesome. What? A, it's, a, uh, what a perfect Nurgle representation, though. Have you? Oh, seen absolutely. Mammon? I mean, yeah. Seen what? Have you seen Mammon from behind? <laughs> How do you answer I've, that? You know, it's a simple no. yes or no question. Have you seen him from behind? Because it's important if, if you I don't, have not. I don't think I have. Okay, well. Oh, yes, actually. That's a good point, Mark. I thought Mark was making a really weird, like, no, Google. No, let, let, let me Google Mammon's behind. From behind. Dude, I don't do that. Uh, basically, oh. he has. We'll see if you find it in this search. Oh, the barrel. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, this barrel that's attached to his, like, arm. And it's like. I think it even has like a guy in the barrel, like ah. <laughs> okay, it's like rusting and corroding, and yeah, it's, it's full of full acid of plague or yeah. whatever. It's pretty cool. It's like a pustule shooter that I guess he channels in from that boiling vat of snot and despair. <laughs> he's and, making himself a stew for sure. Oh yeah, he's the Carl Withers of Chaos Deacons for sure. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So. So the, those guys, and, and he teams up with Necrosius, and they create some uh, havoc on that planet. And then at the very end, after the Imperium has destroyed the planet trying to take it back, uh, they both just peace out, and they haven't been heard from since. <laughs> so, so you feature them in your warband. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, very cool. So that's the goal anyway. We'll see. I, I'm, I, I, as much as I like the concept of the model's I'm trying to kit bash both of those for myself because definitely being the guy that doesn't want to paint his own models, <laughs> why not build your own instead? I, anyway, you just got to get a guy on Fiverr to paint all your models for you. <laughs> oh, that sounds interesting. Does that count? Because you've been telling me that if someone else painted them, they don't count. No, I don't care how they get painted. As long as they're painted at the end of the day, and you claim that you yourself painted them. That's all that matters. <laughs> okay. You know? Interesting. Oh, yeah. So what like what is your actual favorite part of the hobby then? Buying. Um, uh, yeah, do you like buying, buying things? <laughs> That's like Christian, man. I get it. Like Christian also loves buying things. <laughs> right. I mean, there's definitely a big dopamine hit anytime you you get a new box set. Absolutely. You're like, why do you need and you're like, I might pick up orcs in Space Wolves someday. Calm down. Um, <laughs> and it's really just your therapist saying that. Why would you do that? Um, no. Shut up. You don't know me. Right, exactly. That's that's how it feels. Um, I, is it weird if I steal your answer and say, like, being near 40K <laughs> is the coolest part of the? No, I think the, that's very true. Like, I don't know if I could confidently say there's one thing about 40K that I love. I but there's things that I like better than others, right? That's all. 
Like painting, I, is, painting never, is lowest for me. Yeah. Okay. But every other aspect I, I, of 40K, I'm, I'm totally willing to be a part of. Yes. I, I like that. A, it feels a little bit like, uh, what is it, role models where he's like, do you want a Coke? And he's like, I like the theory of Coke. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Less than Coke. That's almost how it feels, but it's so accurate because sure. <laughs> I think – I, I can look at a box of models and I know it's just plastic sprues inside, but the front of it looks so magical that you can almost imagine what those space Marines are doing that they're being photographed <laughs> you like that. You can even lie to yourself and say, I can even paint them that good. <laughs> I can yeah. Oh, yeah. level. Like, oh, it doesn't look that hard. I'm changing my answer. The lying is my favorite part uh, of 40K. Yeah. I can lie to myself about my talent. I can lie to myself about my ability. I can lie to myself about the future. Mm. <laughs> and I can make everything better by filling that large vo- void in my soul with plastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pit. We all got a god hole that we're trying to fill with exactly, something. Exactly, yeah. And the best way to do it is just Warhammer. <laughs> So we, we got some questions here. Um, oh, yeah. Specifically for you. Um, oh. Well, you wrote this one, I think. Why aren't Space Marine Scouts featured in novels? Are writers just uncreative? Someone asked me that. I, I, I oh. walked down the street and the first five people I saw, I was like, hey, uh-huh. I'm going to do this thing later on where I interview some people about some stuff. <laughs> oh. Do you have any questions? And the first guy was like, you know, I do. Hmm. Space Marine Scout. Why are they not? And did you tell him? He said his name was. Well, I said I don't know, but I'll let you know when I find out. And uh, he took his phone number. You know, going to blossom into a friendship. (laughs) His name is Matthew Ward. So I don't know. I'm. I'm weird. My answer is going to be because they're not as cool. That's definitely it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not that scouts are bad or anything. It's just like, why would you party with an incomplete space marine when you can party with the full package? Yeah. And like, scouts are using like sniper rifles. You don't really see them. Yeah. That's my answer. One question down. That, just like that. Was that good? Are you satisfied, Tony? <laughs> I'm, I'm satisfied, even though the line you just gave me sounds like the most chaos space marine recruitment drive I've ever heard. <laughs> like, what? Why party with an incomplete space marine when you can get the whole package? As they like pull up in a limo that's just billowing smoke. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that's cool. It may just be me. Whatever. <laughs> um, I think that's just you, in all honesty. Is it? Yes. You weren't. Okay. All right. Eric's not feeling the vibe anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm a very precocious creature. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> All right. What, what else we got here? Um, what else? So the next one um, is where to, where, where to start on tabletop. And this is just for like beginners. Like, is there something you would have liked to known getting into 40K that would have changed everything? Um, probably that you can limit yourself. <laughs> oh, back to the constant spending. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think that some kind, uh, some kind of guidance, and and this is maybe this is just 
wishful thinking that doesn't something that doesn't actually exist right now, but just guidance on rules and guidance on where to find stuff. That's it tough. feels That's like very very tough. Even for like veteran players like nowadays, there's so many FAQs and stuff yeah. to look at. Like we've been, we've been in this yeah. game for a very long time. We're still we're very familiar on where to find rules and things, and we still argue. <laughs> we still have differences of opinion on how some things are interpreted even or like what's the most updated thing like it's it's tough even for us yeah oh that's not that wasn't what i was i was hoping you guys were going to tell me like well no spenny you just you go here and you talk yeah. to the guy and he gives you the complete the necronomicon book. <laughs> the, the advice i do have though is everyone should own a copy of the core rule books rule book yeah um, codexes you can take or leave them, fuck them. But the the core rule book, like I'm surprised. You should know that you should have the codex of your army. Like you don't need to buy the thirty codexes out there, but you should know your army back and front. If someone I, I if someone you asks you a, buy a if someone asks that, you a question though. about the rules of your army, you should be able to confidently answer that question. I, and then if they still are like, really, I don't know if that sounds right, you should be able to point it out. Oh sure. I, I think you should have your own codex. I think that's important. Do you own your own codexes for? Yes, everything, everything you have. No, not yeah, everything. So. But okay. I do think it's important. Oh, it's especially for a new player. I know where to find all that information, oh, regardless. Okay, sure. for, for a, a new, new player, player, like yeah. go buy your own codex and yeah. go ride the by the rule book. But the rule book, I'm I'm generally surprised how many people have not read like the uh, the eight pages or whatever of the core rules of just basic mechanics. Oh my god! And this one is the shortest it's yeah. ever been. Yeah. Like, no offense to some people, but like, I've been uh, playing on Tabletop Simulator, and a couple of the games were just like, oh, yeah, I play 40K. And it's like, do you? Like, you, you don't know when to shoot or move, or it's mm. just like the very basic of it. Like, everyone should have read the core rule book. Interesting. Because after that, like, yeah, there's tactics and all that stuff. And yeah, rules get changed or whatever. But if you got a good base, like, you'll be able to muddle your way through. Yeah. But it's like, if every turn you're like, fuck, now what do I do? It's well, like, also, um, Battle reports. Battle reports is a very good way to be introduced to like the flow of the game, and they're not sure. they're not going over minutia, but it's very obvious what like the phases are. Yeah. I don't know if you ever watched any Spenny, but like like I don't watch them, but I know a lot of people who do. Yeah, I have I've tried to watch watch some to sort of figure it out. Although I always end up wanting more like the thematics than mm-hmm. sure the, and minutia. Yeah, which which limits me in terms of tabletop learning and effectiveness, and I, I understand that. I just always want to hear like the story behind why they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair though. But it is it is very useful in terms of just okay, how does this role work? When do I do this during the turn? And yeah. uh, also, in I don't know if it's in with the with the uh, main rule book, but I have found really super helpful. In the in the box sets, I know Dark Imperium has it. Uh, the pamphlet that you—it's just like the basic rules pamphlet. Yeah, that has like all the grammar. cheat sheet. You know. Exactly that. That has been super nice to just have there, right next to my codex. I actually use it as a bookmark in my codex. <laughs> um, that I just like pull out. I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, when I can't do math for some reason, I'm like, am I going to hit on fours or am I going to hit on threes? Yeah. Yeah, like, it, with that guard, it's always going to be but whatever. Yeah. Um, the uh, the battle primer you can download online for free from Games Workshop. So yeah, this isn't even like. Uh, well, we would never tell you to steal. I might. Oh, they told me that I had to buy the whole Dark Imperium like, literally three like, times to get three times. 
Um, literally, you can learn the game. They have 15 pages for the battle primer, but some of it is like uh, not necessary. Yeah, I think they put their entire Roostet almost on like a flashcard at some point. Like the, it's very very nice to get into. This is the easiest edition to get into. Yeah, and a nice thing about playing new is like if all you have are, is the rule book and your codex, and you're not familiar with where to find everything else, just don't play with any of the updated rules yet. Yeah, like that's play fine. with what's in your book until you get used to it and you're familiar. Yeah, and then at some point you're gonna find out like okay. So this has been updated. Here's where I find it. You know, let's look through all the different changes. And yeah, so like it's totally okay with not playing with the updated rules in the moment, right? So yeah. like, I think a lot of people get hooked on, like, stuck on, like, oh man, you have to play with the most updated. And yeah, like to learn the game, you absolutely do not need that. No, so, no. but it definitely that's fair. it help balances your games later. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like hopefully when you actually start, like okay, like now I want to try different tactics and I want to yeah. try different um, combinations of stratagems and like attacks or whatever. Yeah. So that's uh, then you want updated shit. But yeah. until then, just learn the game basic. Use use yeah. your what two three resources max. <laughs> yeah. Like limit yourself. You're not overwhelmed. The the next big step, which it's weird. I know a bunch of people too who don't do this, is actually playing with objective games whether that's actually playing like eternal war or maelstrom yeah or even like playing uh missions that are like kill points um but you still have to play like a mission because i know a bunch of people who literally just play until one army is dead and that's like that used to be your favorite way to play oh yeah yeah and like it's it's incredibly not well it's just it's such an easy thing to do like you don't have to focus on anything else right so you just focus on rules and everything so and but yes it's an added complexity in the game that makes the game so much more enjoyable yeah yeah and it makes it so much more balanced too and for sure obviously more difficult too but yeah um, have do you have you played with objectives before spenny or do you normally just play like a kill them all we, we did recently start uh, introducing objective games, and it's it's actually kind of like exactly what you guys have just said. It has been super night and day because, I mean, I would just get destroyed in deathmatch-style yeah. gameplay. But, but with the objectives where it's like, okay, you know, can I play to the objectives in a sneakier, craftier way, whereas my units themselves might not be able to stand up against... Uh, 36,000 guardsmen <laughs> units that are crawling across the board like they're pox walkers but with guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The objectives have definitely created a completely different perspective, totally different uh, feeling than just straight up who can steamroll the other person in five turns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question Where do you start reading? So have you read any 40K at all or? I'm in my first book. Uh, it is the Death Watch Omnibus Ooh. because I was a Death Guard, and uh, turns out you don't spell guard W A T C H. Hmm. Death. No, no, no it's oh, just it's Death Watch. Yeah. I see. Death Watch. Right. Yeah. Little spelling joke for the folks at home. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's about 200 pages into that. Yeah. And uh, it seems super cool, but it's the world in the universe is so big that I was curious, where would you guys say this is the first book that you, I mean, you started the Horus Heresy? Oh, do you no, start no, at Dark Imperium? do not. 
that that's horrible. Oh, recommendation. Maybe if you're a seasoned reader, you start at the Horus Heresy, he, but it's like a 50 book series. Yeah, and even then, I don't think it's good to learn about 40k. Well, I just don't think it's actually very, like, I, I don't know. It's just not super interesting. You're just, you're, it's 50 books of Space Marines. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. There's, like you miss out on all the Eldar stuff yeah. or the Tau books or even Necron stuff. So. Yeah. So if, if I, I, was, I, w- I don't suggest Horus Heresy no. either. If I was to recommend books, um, I don't know if the core rule book actually counts as a book, but like I would absolutely 100% read that. Read yeah. seventh edition core rule book. Don't read the rules. Don't worry about that. But they have all the lore. It'll give you an understanding of the setting. And once you kind of have that, um, my next book recommendation would literally just depend on what you're interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Like like I'm not going to recommend an ultramarine book if you don't like ultramarines, you know? Um, Yeah. So it, it, for, for you, I I would probably say you should definitely read. um, It is a 30 K book, flight of the Eisenstein. And it's literally like the, the first death guard. Yeah. So yeah. like that's essential to know like how that came to be. You know, Origin stories are always right. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like everyone wants to know like where did I come from? Yeah. So that, like yeah. And a lot of these factions you can find like that first starting off book even though it's not very clear which one it is. But uh, yeah like you don't need to read the whole fucking Horus Heresy to know. But it is important to know how the first one happened. Um. Very cool. Yeah. Flight of the Eisenstein. That'll be your next read. Flight of the Eisenstein. Yeah. Writing it down, putting it on the list after the omnibus. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. But Good man, Spenny. That's why we like you. <laughs> but yeah, like... Order. Yeah. <laughs> Check. Right. Just like general good 40k books. I think I like a lot of the guard ones I've read or listened to, I guess, is the correct. Uh, like, they're, they're just... They're very basic, it feels like. Very much... You can get into it. You know exactly what's happening. It's not overwhelming. They're not throwing like crazy complex things into it. Um, for beginner, I really do like guard books. It, they're just relatable. Like sure. it, everyone knows what a guy with a laser gun is. Like, a laser gun, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Fair. Yeah. Um. So that was that was the questions we had written down. <laughs> Two questions. We t- <laughs> I do gotta. I do gotta thank you, Spenny. So you made uh, all of the Liber Malleus uh, shoulder pads. I got them the other day, and they're fucking sweet, man. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear that they worked out and that they they will serve the the chapter and the and the project well. Oof, they they will. They're very nice. Yeah. So you made and Eric. You said they smell nice as well. <laughs> Honestly, they do. They smell nice, don't they, Mark? They, they smell like something. I don't know. Nice. Wow. No, it smells nice. It smells clean for some reason. Okay, I could. I could get that. Um, it's they're not. It's an is toxic. Clean is so nice. Be... Cleanliness is close to godliness. <laughs> oh. No, I that as a Death Guard player. Yeah, exactly. He will never be close to godliness. <laughs> Sweats profusely. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you the uh, you made your uh, your own Lorehammer chapter, which was fucking classic, and uh, it actually looked pretty cool. Literally competing with Mark in the same night to <laughs> to make a Lorehammer Marine. I I think you might have yes. come up with the idea first. You said it out loud first for sure. <laughs> so that's always nice. Yeah, that that was a dark night. 
um, not in a Batman sense, but it was very much uh, an arms race. As soon as Mark started throwing his his idea that he'd been working on for months, I then immediately had to uh, spring into action and try and paint a second model for my entire <laughs> career. Uh, fortunately, I was I was home alone that night and. Uh, the girlfriend was was I think out of state, and so I, I actually cracked open the airbrush compressor and the airbrush that I had had sealed that I had not touched because I was too intimidated. And so uh, when I say that when I say that Mark will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, he will. Okay, I mean you'll be breaking out stuff, you'll be learning new techniques or failing at new techniques faster than you can say. Oh my God! Why am I spending so much money on this hobby? Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, you ca- we came up kind of with a cool way that both our chapters are still valid, and both of them are still like Lorehammer. So your original idea for them were they were guarding a library essentially. Um, you know they they did what did you call them again? You called them the the lore ward. Lore ward. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> what we came up with was. Uh, so the whole Libra Malleus is like just based on the joke of like misfiled paperwork. So it just plays even further that like all the Primaris Marines actually went to this chapter. So all we got all the regular guys. The other Lorehammer chapter was you, and you got all the Primaris somehow. And life is good. <laughs> That's life in Imperium. <laughs> you know, you have High Gothic and Low Gothic, and you got to make sure that the High Gothic matches the Low Gothic name. Otherwise, when you have two chapters named Lorehammer, you split resources, I guess. Right, and it keeps the it keeps the chapter master of the Libra Malleus uh, his blood pressure down <laughs> to not have to worry about. Oh yeah, you don't want him stressed. He gets right. he gets bitey when he's stressed. But yeah, well, I don't know. I'm I'm out of talking notes here. Oh no. That's when the show ends. Well, I'm kind of curious, though. Oh, okay. Uh, How long have you actually listened to Lorehammer Force, Benny? How long have I listened to Lorehammer Force? So um, I started listening to Lorehammer last July when the spiral started. (laughs) Okay. And you just, like, found us on Google? So uh, it was actually uh, another buddy said, you know, the, there's this, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out because we started to get into it. And it was like, how do I learn more about this? This topic is too expansive. There are too many books on this. I don't want to read. I just want all the knowledge downloaded into my book. Oh, yes, yes. And right, as you do uh, with anything new that you get into. And some one of my buddies said, hey, you know, I, I heard about this podcast. It's called Lorehammer and you should check it out. And I think that's when things got really creepy <laughs> and I listened to you know, hundred plus episodes <laughs> and did that pretty much round the clock. And it was weird because I was like experiencing your guys 2017, 2018 and 2019 in a period of a few weeks. <laughs> oh no. And yeah, that, so that's I, probably you know, a lot. It was just, did you, did you even listen to like the tower RPG? You know, I started to, and I uh, actually started it while I was on a, a flight and then uh, we, we lost like the cabin lights ended up going off when I like five minutes into listening. And I was like, I'm going to just stop this. And as soon as I paused it, the lights ended up coming back on. So I was like, OK, you know, maybe if I just leave the towel out for now, <laughs> uh, of course, 
So when I when I feel safe, I'll, I'll revisit it because I'm, it, I'm sure space. it's mm-hmm. I'm in a safe space, padded room, yeah. uh, which is probably sooner rather than later at the rate I'm going. But uh, yeah. Okay, so, so you, you've been around was, for almost a year at this point. Yeah, because me and him, we've only been yeah, talking a month or two probably, really. Yeah, crazy. But we talk a lot on the a month uh, or two. the Discord voice channel. Like that. Right, I do, I do like to harass Mark. Uh, and that's one of the craziest things is that you guys are doing this podcast. You're at this, at this point, uh, what is like the fifth most popular leisure podcast on, on Podbean. <laughs> something like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah something like that. <laughs> and, and straight up, you can still harass Mark on a nightly basis. <laughs> he's publicly accessible to a fault. Well, he, he's a service. And, you know, he's an yeah. essential service. Yeah. Right. He's not closed. There is, he's ne- never going to close down. He can. Uh, and so, yeah, you can hit him up all your questions. Don't do your own research. Don't do your own hobby. <laughs> Contact Mark. <laughs> yeah tell you what to do and then you do it and you feel like you have not only done something for yourself but done a service to mark absolutely we, so, we both get something yeah, out of it it keeps him sure. sane yeah otherwise i would just be alone in my garage at all hours of the night and yeah. that's just i've tried that it's not a good path well pe- people think that like lorehammer is a love child between me and mark no but truthfully it all it is is i got so fed up with getting texts at three in the morning between Mark and Christian <laughs> talking about like Warhammer that doesn't matter that I was like, my oh. God, let's get you such such a big community <laughs> that you only talk to them and you never bother me with 40K stuff ever again. Thanks. I hate 40K. That's <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, I think. Ah, right yes, now. yes. This is all just to, to get, change your number. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that would have been better so, for so- me. Just we need to find you some new friends. Was what? <laughs> That's okay. This is weird. I I never thought that you know by the time I, I had managed to achieve my dreams of showing up on the podcast that you guys would then take that opportunity to show that this is actually a totally broken marriage. <laughs> no, not only is it it broken, but I broke it. Ah, I did Gosh. this. Okay. Well, Lorehammer will never shut down. I'm always around. Uh. <laughs> when mommy and daddy fight <laughs> i don't like it i don't like it cool yeah well that that got really sad really that's fast. okay i have i have one more thing and as long as it's okay with you and mark i'd like to end it on this <laughs> um, so all right i mean unless, unless you want some kind of surprise all right go to your door spenny open the door no i'm just kidding Oh, uh, and this is the first atomic bomb Eric's ever made, <laughs> and we're giving it to you as a gift. No, it, if there was one thing that you think every like the as okay, imagine yourself as a representative of all Lorehammer listeners <laughs> right now. Assume that mantle, right? Okay. If the cowl, exactly. Lizard, yes. Yeah. If there was one thing that you think needed to be said to Mark and Eric <laughs> from all the collective listeners of Lorehammer, what do you think it would be? Big question. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not here for small shit, you know? Hmm. The fact that you didn't put this in my notes <laughs> for the show is. Uh, 
heinously agitating. Um, You're welcome. I, I only live to I, agitate your heinous. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I think for some people it would be it would be a questionable meme of uh, indeterminate value, and uh, I think for for me and what I hope the entire community would would say is is thank you for <laughs> That's not what I was picturing. Having created this uh, that everybody can find their little niche in the ecosystem and find what really speaks to them, be it the tabletop, be it just painting, be it lore, and learning more about this incredibly expansive universe. Um, I I think that it's absolutely spectacular, and uh, I I stand by that. So um, please, if anyone's still listening to this and they haven't shut it off because (laughs) of the silly There's less people listening. Don't you worry. People are listening right now. Um, The the phones are bugged. Um, Is thank you for this but also guys seriously if you haven't already started trying to support these guys in ratings in patreon in donations or harassment via the discord just building the community please 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 do and um let's say for do we say for like the duration of the lockdown or could we say for like the next month what's what's a better time frame for you guys for what uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to uh, try to motivate everyone out there listening to support the show, oh. and I'm going to go ahead and match. Go ahead and match all Holy donations. Patreon. Did you really just say that? Well, really, just said well, I, that's I what we're doing I'll, because. Let's start you off on a four-year, pl- five-year plan. Yeah, yeah. It's you don't have to commit though. It just means that if you want to cancel out of the subscription. You just have to pay ninety percent of what you would have paid. Yeah, so it's so, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a great deal for you. You're going to love being on the Lorehammer team, Spenny. <laughs> right, right. No, I've, that's that's absolutely serious. So, I mean, five—that's um, five years seems a bit long. I don't know. If, <laughs> like we, so we are doing like these Lorehammer lockdowns. I don't want to put a time limit to it, but like two weeks of Lorehammer lockdown like me and eric we have actually gone out of our way like i know this is a pretty low effort episode but like it's still time <laughs> no, no we don't mean that against you no Spendy. it's just like we didn't we didn't have any notes we're just hanging out ultimately yeah know? we're just creating content right. that is consumable yeah doesn't have to be tasty it just doesn't taste just, good it's, it's, it goes yeah. in your mouth you know <laughs> in your yeah your ear hole yeah. right <laughs> yeah so, but no, yeah. Until the, and I guess, until the end of the lockdown, we'll we'll say that uh, once the listener lockdown is over, the promo will be done. But until then, the mis- we're gonna we're gonna match dollar for dollar the donos that are going to these guys because I want you to support them. So make sure you tell them that you're you you want it matched, and we're gonna get that done. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just just that's so wild. Ah, so, part of me is like, yeah, just, I earned it. <laughs> We did not. No. <laughs> uh, you know, well, Spenny, you can come back on the episode anytime you want. I, I'm actually looking at that, your name on Discord right now, and my fingers just hovering over the lore guest. Ooh. You're about to get that purple the, tag. The, the, to flaunt. Purple tag. Ooh. I don't know. Do you want it? Do you need it? Yes, he does. I okay. It is, granted. <laughs> it is granted. No, like, so 
I, I know I've said it before. Like, I, I generally do enjoy talking to all you people. And Spenny, you're one of the cool ones. <laughs> the coolest one. We'll go with that. <laughs> well, Woody's going to hear this. No, I know. You're one of the cooler <laughs> ones. Like, I'm going to put you in my top five for there, sure. Yeah. Lorehammer has been a huge source of like new relationships for us. Yeah. And it feels like there are some relationships that just like they stay at it like a host and listener level. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Sure. Like we it's not like we can afford to be best friends with literally every person out there. No. But uh, there are a couple people who mostly people that live close to us really. Um but there are a couple people who we've met through Lorehammer that have they, the relationship with them will, will grow beyond the podcast. Yeah. And that's very, very cool for us. And yeah. Spenny is like, you're, you're one of those people where even if Lorehammer shut down like tomorrow, like we'll still be friends. Well, we got to do at least our two weeks and cash we, out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to take Spenny for everything he's worth. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, that's fair. Honestly, it's, it's man, fair. like, uh, yeah, me and Eric are getting just as much out of it, but it is nice to hear that. And it's fucking awesome that you're helping out. But yeah, yeah. I don't know what to say. I think all we can say is thank you, Spenny. Thank you for validating what we do in, in your own way, you know? Yeah. Cool. Well, shucks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to cry over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little teary-eyed over here as well. So, I mean, that was, that was really beautiful. What a, what a uh, beautiful moment you. we're sharing together. This just just reaffirms the level of love that I <laughs> originally have. started the episode off. That's right. Everything comes yeah. full circle, yeah. man. <laughs> and if you at home want to experience that love too, please uh, sign up on the Discord or or post on the Lorehammer Facebook page. And uh, seriously, seriously, consider subscribing to the Patreon. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff going on there soon enough, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. Lots of big plans. Big plans. Big plans. We're kind of just like at this stage where it's like, okay, well, before we unwrap or unveil the next plan, we've just got to reach this monetary goal, you know, like so we can then dedicate more time to it. So, yeah. But big things. Right. Big things. Cool. Well, thanks, Benny, for making time. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Benny. It was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute blast. (laughs) Good man. Well, thank you for listening to Lorehammer, guys. This was another episode of Lorehammer Lockdown. Um, anything else, Mark? Or are we just signing off? I think that is all. Be safe out there. We're yeah. all in this crazy world together. So, you know, if you're feeling uh, panicked or outraged or whatever, send me a message and I will either From, calm you down, rile you up, whatever the opposite of what you want, I will provide. will stoke your anger mm-hmm. and so. point you in the right direction. He'll, he'll, <laughs> <laughs> Which is your Games Workshop store. Anyways, thanks Thanks guys, and we'll see you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.